Warren Buffett has said that in today's world, this is the greatest opportunity for people to be able to generate wealth. And the way that you do it is by creating businesses with low capital expenses. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you've done. This is Secrets for Success. Welcome to the Secrets for Success podcast. I'm your host, Greg Todd. I am so excited to have this guest on. You have been the most interviewed person on the Wealth Code Secrets of all time, besides me talking. (laughs) So, uh, my friends, I welcome Katie Dodd to the Secrets for Success. How are you, Katie? I'm doing wonderful. So excited to be here with this beautiful new set. It is. You like it? It's very bougie. I love it. It's it's so bougie. And you know <laughs> I didn't create this. You know somebody else did. I mean, I like the tech in it, um, but the bougie-ness, that's, that's the team. You know, they're yeah, doing it's their beautiful. thing. beautiful. All right. Well, for those people that don't know who you are, can you give them a little bit of your background and your story? Sure. So my name is Katie Dodd. I am a registered dietitian and a healthcare blogger. I became a dietitian in 2008, started working a traditional job, and while I appreciated my job, it paid the bills, health insurance was provided by it, Mm -hmm. I just felt like I wanted more. I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I never self-identified as an entrepreneur because I didn't want to work with patients. I knew that very clearly. I work with patients in a full-time job. I didn't want to do that outside the blog. So on my journey being a dietitian, I discovered the world of online business, particularly Mm -hmm. blogging as a business, how I could build an entire business based around blogging, bring in thousands and thousands of people every month to my website, make passive income. I could do it on my own time. I even started as a side hustle, working a full-time job, mama, two kids, and starting a blog business completely changed the game for me. So started off as a traditional dietitian, kind of went along my journey, found the world of online business and blogging and never looked back. Wow. So how many years, you were at the VA, Yes. right? And you were at the VA for how many years? 13 years. 13 years. Uh, and as a dietitian coming out of school, yeah. is the VA considered like a premier job? Oh yeah, the VA is a good job. It is a wonderful place to work for. They have amazing pay, they have great benefits, and sometimes it's really hard to get in VA. And I think the thing about VA is it's it's kind of like one of those things, once you're in it, you don't leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you don't leave, and that was my plan. I was gonna work at the VA until I was 68 and a half years old, retire with my pension, because who has pensions, right. and my 401k, and I had this plan until I met you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you know something? I had the same plan. Yeah. <laughs> now, it wasn't the VA, but for me, I thought that I was gonna work at HealthSouth. I was gonna start there, and I was gonna finish my career there. Uh, and. I would stay at that same job because I felt like um, status was through loyalty. Mm. Status was through staying the same. I kid you not, I had this conversation with my parents the other day. I was like, if, like we, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a Jamaican thing or what, but in my family, my parents have never, like they've been in the same house for 40 years. So there is status in staying the same. And so I thought that I was gonna do that with my job. It wasn't gonna be the VA, but the VA is actually very hard for physical therapists to get in to as well. And if you can get in the VA, you don't let that go. So I totally get that. Then, so I screwed things up for you, it looks like. Yeah, you did. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Um, So this is interesting, because I think most people know that I talk about how to stop trading time for money, and there are multiple different ways to do that online. You decided to do that through blogging. Yeah. Why? I think it came from that 
introverted healthcare professional point of view, I knew I didn't want to work with patients. The mm -hmm. thought of scheduling patients, calling them on the phone, you know, visits, follow-up, insurance, that just stressed me out to no end. So I knew I didn't want to work with clients. Mm -hmm. But also because I had a full-time job, which if I'm honest, I didn't think I could leave that job. It was a great job, but I never had the vision of I could potentially leave the VA. I thought, I got a good thing, I can't leave it. Right. So it was something good I could do on the side, right. and it gave me flexibility, because I'm a mom of two kids. Mm -hmm. So I would wake up early, work on my blog. It was something that I could do on my own time, so it gave me flexibility. It gave me um, passive income. Right. It gave me the ability to reach people on a really big level, which is something I'm really, I'm passionate about geriatric nutrition. That's my blog, The Geriatric Dietitian. Right. And most people don't wake up in the morning and are like, yes, geriatrics. Right. But it was something I was so excited about because working in the VA for 13 years was really cool because dietitians tend to be low on the totem pole when it comes to healthcare professionals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they usually aren't, you know, they usually have a seat at the table. Right. You might get a referral once a patient's malnourished. But at the VA, I had the opportunity to work with every patient who came in our home care program I didn't have to wait till they were malnourished. Right. So I saw the power of having the dietitian in the lives of the older adult. And I was like, man, I want to reach more people. I want to tell more people about this, which is why I started my blog. Right. I realized I could make more impact as a business owner, as a blogger, than I ever could in a traditional job. And I think a lot of it is I was waiting on other people, big organizations, someone else to change the narrative, right. to, to make this difference. But I realized on my own by creating an online business, I've had like millions of people go to my blog, The Geriatric Dietitian. I've had so many people reach out to me and share how this blog has changed their lives, the lives of, you know, th their loved ones. Mm -hmm. And there's just been so many cool stories that came out of it. And it's just, it's so cool to know that we don't have to wait on organizations and other people to change the conversation. We right. could do it ourselves, and that's through the internet, so. Okay, this is amazing. Um, when we think of online, I think a lot of people think, okay, I'm gonna have to create a course or I'm gonna to have to create some type of membership site or maybe sell some products and have some site where people can buy physical products and have to ship it to them. Uh, like that's what they think of with creating an online business or even being a coach, Yep. but coaching someone one-to-one -one, and that's the way that I would earn revenue online. You're doing blogging as a business. Now here's a couple things you've said to me. Number one is that you have more impact yes. than you had when you were working at the VA yep. full-time. Yep. Uh, and you're making more money, oh, yeah. right? A lot more. Okay, so let's let's break down some of the numbers for people. Tell me at the VA what you were how many clients you could see in a typical day. Yeah. And then well, let's and then let's bring that to what you would see in a week. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is I did home care. So when I was driving, I might have a day where I'd only see a few clients okay. because they weren't coming to me. So I really didn't see a ton of people in my job. It was wonderful because I got to follow up with them. And so mm -hmm. it wasn't like a revolving door in a hospital. But I, I really didn't see that many people and have the opportunity to make as big of an impact in the VA. Right. So how many people would you see in a typical day, like on average? I'd say on average, probably three. Three. So you're working five days a week? Yep. So 15 to yeah, 20? 15 to 20 would be average. Okay, so 15 to 20. Your blog. Your blog, how many people are hitting your blog daily? How many hits are you getting? Oh gosh, at least 3,000 page views, if not more, every day. Every day. Yeah, and you know, it, it fluctuates up and down, but easily 3,000, sometimes more. Okay, so 3,000 page views a day, three to maybe five people you are impacting a week. Yep. Okay, 
do you mind talking about money? No, I right love now? talking about money. Okay, okay, good. All right. <laughs> um, so, on average, a week now, what would you say your blog? We'll just talk about your blog right now. Uh, what is your blog? Your blog bringing in a week, and then can you explain to people? What are the different ways that you're bringing in revenue via a block and how does that work? Sure, sure. Gosh, without having the numbers in front of me, it easily is making me about $1,000 every single week. But okay. but what's cool about this is it's passive income. Right. So I know you're a big fan of creating the 168, making it to where we don't have to exclusively trade time for money. Right. So all that income is completely passive. Right. So what that means is, and for anyone who doesn't know what passive income is, I like to kind of describe it as money you make in your sleep. You wake up, you check your phone, you're like, I made money. Yeah. But it's not easy money, it's not free money, you have to create systems to right. bring lots of people into your world. So I use a blog to bring massive amounts of traffic to the website. Mm -hmm. Once I get people there, as they have problems that I could solve, I make money through products that I created one time, they're integrated into the website, and so I'm hands off completely. I mm. actually have a dietitian I've hired, she's managing the blog, so I'm 100% hands off, and this is passive income that's just coming in day after day, week after week, month after month, as long as I maintain the blog. Okay, so this is really important for all of you to understand. The way you make money online is through giving people value first. Yep. Value can be educating them, yeah. showing them solutions to a problem, and then once you have done that, you have now earned their respect, you have yeah. gained authority, and now they look at you as someone who's potentially a decision maker for them. If they look at you as a decision maker for their problems, whether it's for themselves or for their for uh, the person that they're caring for, if you have solutions for them yeah. on your site, in this case, mm -hmm. then they will look into buying your solution. So yeah. you said you're making about $1,000, give or take, a week. What are the ways that people are paying you that via a blog? Is it because they're coming to the blog yeah. or is it like, you're selling something on it, you're getting ad revenue. Like, yeah. can you explain how yeah. that works? So I have five main income sources on the blog. Okay. The very first one started with digital handouts. These are just handouts I had already made. They were sitting on my computer collecting digital dust, mm -hmm. put them on the website. And I remember that was actually one of my first passive income sales, selling a handout. I'm like, I just made money and I didn't even do anything. Right, yeah. And so that was the first product I created. Now, because as I built my blog traffic, I was listening to my audience. What are your problems? What do you need? Mm -hmm. People kept asking me for a high calorie shakes cookbook. Grandma's losing weight. You know, I need help getting more calories. What, what do I do? So I was like, well, let me make this for you. Right. So I made my first product that my audience asked for, and it was a e-cookbook called mm -hmm. High Calorie Shakes. Okay. And so made that once, continues to sell a lot of them. So digital products, e-books. I created a course because okay. people like to consume things different ways. Right. Maybe you want to read it. Let's do a video course. I record videos once, give you some handouts. It's all already made. People can just buy it. Right. So there's the course. Next, we have affiliate sales. Mostly for me, that's through Amazon affiliates on the blog. Okay. So with Amazon affiliates, if I'm talking about a different product, maybe I'm talking about protein powder. Mm -hmm. If they click on my Amazon affiliate link, there's about a 24-hour cookie window there where I can get a commission on not only that product, but anything they buy on, buy on Amazon, right. which is cool. Right. And then the last thing is ad revenue. Most people think that ads you have to click on, but with ads, they just have to view the website. They just have to go read an article that's gonna really help answer the questions they have. They can consume it for free, but then I'm making money because they put eyeballs on those ads. Right. So with my blog, I'm providing tons of free value, tons of content to help people on a worldwide level, but then I'm making passive income through digital handouts, e-books, e courses, affiliate sales, and ads. And ads, okay. 
hopefully you guys are getting this. There are so many ways to make money online, yes. but you have to give value first. Yes. Yes. So, uh, and, and that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. So and amazing. those are just the passive income sources. But then right. you think of, you know, I, I often tell people I am a geriatric dietitian. I am not the only geriatric dietitian. I'm probably not the best geriatric dietitian, though I'm pretty good. But when you Google topics related to what I do, my website comes up, my right. picture comes up, my name comes up. So that gives me a different level of authority. So I get opportunities that come up where I'm able to trade time for money, mm -hmm. not a ton of time, but getting money to be paid to work with brands, to do other gigs, to, to do things that are fun for me and pay me well, and I can also make big impact. So what I was sharing was just the passive income. There's so many opportunities where you're bringing all these people into your world who have problems, mm -hmm. you're giving them solutions, you are establishing yourself as an authority, but then if you wanna work with clients, if you wanna do group programs, pretty much anything you wanna do in this online world, you could do through a blog because it's bringing lots of people to your website and it's an evergreen platform. Right, okay. Um, your blog has made you how much money to date? Okay, so I did crunch just the passive income numbers. Passive and so income. my blog is, The Geriatric Dietitian is my primary blog. It is four years old and it has made over $115,000 in passive income. Okay. Not counting active income, I do have a second blog that's monetized. It's called High Calorie Recipes. It's a food blog. It's kind of a baby blog compared to the geriatric dietitian, but I'm a big fan of multiple streams of income. Right. <laughs> so having these blogs make all of these streams of income, and now I have these two blogs that are really running themselves, mm -hmm. so then I can shift gears and work on other things that I love to do. Right. Um, helping other healthcare professionals build blog businesses, um, there's just so many different things that I could do as a blogger. Okay, so I, I wanna break down a couple things here that I think is really important. $115,000 in passive income. Yeah. All right. You've been to my place in Georgia, mm -hmm. right? That's an investment property. Yep. And uh, it, I, I've only had it for six months, right? And it's made me about $5,000 in passive income. Yep. Since having it, right? It costs me $250,000 as a deposit to put down yep. to build that home. So here's my question to you. How much did it cost you to start the blog? To eventually create, it didn't happen overnight, yes. but eventually it's created $115,000 in passive income. This is what I love about a blog. Online, online real estate is so much cheaper than an in-person practice. The overhead is so low. It cost me $12 a year for a website name. And when I first started, it was about $50 to host my website online. So for my website, it was less than $100 <laughs> for a year. For a year okay. But so much cheaper. There's the... The, the revenue that you could produce and how much money you actually take home is so much better because the expenses are so low online. It's so crazy to me that when I showed the pictures of the Blue Ridge home, right? Everybody's like, oh my gosh, so amazing. I want to do this. I want to, oh my gosh, what a great way to, you know, generate, you know, revenue and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't think people really get it. Yeah. Like this costs so much money yeah. to be able to make five grand and by the way, I didn't do it for yeah. that. I, I did it yeah. for other reasons. Yeah. Like we've gone there many times. It's really cool, right? Yeah. Um, but Warren Buffett has said that in today's world, this is the greatest opportunity for people to be able to generate wealth. Yeah. And the way that you do it is by creating businesses with low capital expenses. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you've done. Yeah. 
Okay. And and passive income, just to kind of you know piggyback on that, passive income. There's so many different ways to make passive income from your rental property to, to a blog business. But some people they might be in a situation of like, well, I don't have money to invest, right? But I can invest my time, right? I can invest my passion. I can mm-hmm. invest my energy. And as I mentioned before, I built my entire blog business on the side, working full time job, being mom, wearing all the hats, um, building my, you know, dietitian side hustle business. So. Right. It definitely is something that you could do on the side. And, you know, in the beginning, it takes a little bit of time. But once you get those income sources, this is money that's going to come in again, month after month after month, which is just the coolest thing ever. The first (laughs) year that you joined the mastermind, that full year, I think that was 2021. In 2021, you were still working full time at the VA. And between your blog and your other online endeavors, I think you had done like a hundred and something K. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So the, the, I left the VA at the very end of 2021. Right. So 2021, that was my first um, kind of full year of working with you. And I made a hundred thousand dollars at the VA, Mm -hmm. which is real good for dietitian pay. Right. And I made 150,000 in my side hustle. 150,000. And you were working full time. Yes. Okay. And how much time were you spending on your business? Like full transparency, honestly, how much were you working on your business on a weekly basis? I would say on average four to six hours per week. Yeah. Sometimes I want to work at all. Sometimes a little more. It kind of ebbs and flows, but right. the average would be four to seven hours a okay. week. Okay. I, I think this is really of, yeah. important for people to hear because this podcast is called Secrets for Success. Yeah. And people are probably hearing this right now like, what? How is that even possible? Yeah, 150 okay. with that little time. All yeah. right. Let, let's, let's talk about yeah. how, like, who you really are. Yeah. Okay. You guys see this jovial amazing energy person, but you're an assassin, okay? <laughs> okay? And you are extremely focused and extremely organized. So I, I want you to give people a little a bit of uh, some, some tips on how can you stay focused. There's a lot of people, Katie, that are having to uh, adopt the 80-20 rule, yeah. meaning that they don't have the luxury of going all in to the thing that they want to be their dream. They have to work another job right now, yeah. okay? And they're like, I can't make this work because I'm working another job and I work 40 hours a week or 45 hours a week there. Yeah. I can't make this happen. But you did. Yeah. So what what did you do with your time? I think you're really great with time management yes. and organization and staying focused. Can you give us some tips on yeah. the things that you did? You know, I feel like this is going to sound like this isn't time management tips at all. But honestly, the biggest thing I did and the best advice I could give is work on your mindset. Mm. I think for me working with a business coach, taking online courses, finding people who are doing what I wanted to do online and paying them money to learn from them because I only had so much time. So I didn't want to spend my time going down the the wrong trail, going down a rabbit hole and then getting burnt out and being like, well, this doesn't work. I wanted to learn from people who had success, who knew what they were doing because that helped me to collapse time. Mm -hmm. Because I had limited time, I wanted to make sure that I was making the most out of that time. I didn't want to post on Instagram every day because I thought I just had to post on Instagram every day. For the business I wanted to build, I needed guidance on how to do that. But more than that, I needed a business coach to help me to dream bigger, to remove my limiting beliefs, because I, I really believe when it comes to especially online business, really anything in life, there's limitless possibilities. Right. The only limit we have is the limit that we put on our own selves. Right. It's I tell people all the time, this entrepreneurial journey is this battle of you versus you. Mm-hmm. We often attribute to outside sources, oh, I'm too busy. Oh, I don't have enough money. But it really comes down to mindset. And, and I know for some people, you're like, that doesn't make sense. But when I look at my whole journey of 
working a full-time job, being a side hustler, leaving that job, and I've been a full-time entrepreneur for about a year and eight months. It feels like I'm on vacation. I do not work 40 hours a week. And what I do, I love. Like, I am actively living in a dream I never thought was possible. And I'm so, so grateful. But it was never about working harder. It was never about grinding the midnight oil. It was never about, like, cramming in late nights and missing sleep and missing exercise and not taking care of myself. It was always about my mindset and how can I take what I already have and work on my mindset so that way I actually believe this is possible. And I think for me, it was coming into your world Mm. because, you know, I've said this to you before, every time you told me to do something, my first gut instinct was, no, I'm not going to do that, Greg. But then I did it anyways, because I pay you a lot of money Uh and then you're always right. (laughs) And then I just feel like it's just different levels. I just keep pushing my mindset to where now I'm at the point of like, there's no limits. What do I want to do next? So I know that's kind of a roundabout answer for like, how do I manage my time? But it really came down to managing my mind. Right. Ooh, gosh, that that's huge. I, I think this is this is such a, a, a paradigm shift for people listening, because a lot of people think in the beginning, if you're dealing with this 80-20 and you have to work a full-time gig and you only have 20% of time and energy to devote to something, don't put any money to it, yeah. right? Like just mess around and see if it can work out but you don't have the time to mess around. Yeah. And that's where I think you have to really behave like an entrepreneur, which is where the mindset comes in. You yeah. have to be- behave like an entrepreneur more in the beginning yes. when you're barely an entrepreneur because you don't have the time to be able to play around yeah. and finagle around with this and that. You need to know who has done this. How can I not second guess myself all day, right? Yeah. And, and a lot of times, you just have to pony up, yeah. right? So much okay, of being, I think that's huge. Yeah, and so much of being an entrepreneur is taking risk. Right. And I've been scared most of the last three years, but I do the things anyways. So right. a lot of it is taking imperfect action and doing it scared and taking risk and understanding this is part of the process, but just trusting it. So it's not, you know, I know my personality. I'm like, everything is awesome, yeah. but it is hard, but it's right. not... But also I think a full-time job is hard. I think being Mm. stuck in a situation where you're like, I'm being told to do something that makes no sense. I've got people who are unkind and I don't want to be around. Like that stuff's hard. But I I like entrepreneur hard. The payoff is much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I kid you not, this morning when I came downstairs uh, and I went outside, I was like, you know what? Creating this and building this was hard. Mm -hmm. But Katie, I will never forget the hard I dealt with having to listen to somebody tell me how I was supposed to treat patients, yep. how I was supposed to do things when I needed time off saying, no, yeah. we own you. That was hard. Yeah. That was hard. There's never been a, a a day of being an entrepreneur that was harder than someone basically handcuffing me. Yeah. And so you just have to choose your heart. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, yeah. okay, so we can go on with mindset all day. All right. Okay. So let's let's talk about blogging because people hear from me all the time memberships. They hear online courses. They hear masterminds. They hear, you know, um, becoming an affiliate, right? And all those things you've done. Yep. Uh, but blogging, you have a framework. Yes. And it's a framework of how you can actually turn blogging into a business. And I think it's three steps, right? Can yep. you kind of go through them for me? Sure. Sure. So I think a lot of people, especially because I like to share income reports, I mm-hmm. like sharing like, here's how much money the blog makes. And when you see that, you're like, oh my gosh, the blog can make three, $4,000 in a month. That's amazing. And passive income. So a lot of people might just start a blog, but the problem is there are 
not learning how to do it. So mm-hmm. again, like I mentioned, going down the wrong path, feeling like this isn't working. Right. So really the framework that, that I teach about how to blog as a business. So this isn't a hobby. This isn't just some journal you're putting online. This is an actual legitimate business is broken down into three simple steps. Mm-hmm. And I like to oversimplify it. Of course, there's more to it, but it just kind of makes sense when we break down this way. Right. Discover, develop, do it. And let me kind of explain this to you. Okay. So the first step is discover. First off, you have to discover what's possible. I hope just by listening to this, people are like, I didn't even know that was possible. Let right. me learn more about this mm-hmm. blogging business stuff. So discover what's possible, seeing other healthcare professionals doing this and having success, but then also discover for yourself, if I was to start a blog, what would it be about? So many healthcare professionals, it's very broad of what we do from pediatrics to geriatrics, all the healthcare conditions in between. And sometimes it can be hard for people to pick what do I actually want to blog on? Because you do have to niche down. You got to figure out some, you know, something specific to talk about online. So that's the first step is discovering what is possible and what you would blog about. Mm -hmm. The next step develop is develop the skills to do it. So that really looks kind of like three things. You have to develop, like develop the skills to build the blog. There's a right and a wrong way to build a blog. I recommend a self-hosted WordPress website. That's Mm -hmm. a whole other conversation, but you have to build the blog where essentially it's optimized for SEO. Then you have to learn SEO. SEO is search engine optimization. And this is the strategy on how we bring all those people to our blog. If you don't take the time to learn SEO, I actually tell people don't blog. Mm. You're going to create amazing content that no one's going to see. And then the last thing you have to do is you have to think and act like a business owner. You have to generate those streams of income because you could have a wonderful blog that brings in lots of traffic, but if you don't have ways to make money, you're going to help people, but let's make money too. (laughs) So you need to develop those skills, how to build the website, how to build the traffic, how to build the income. Gotcha. And then finally do it. Mm-hmm. Do it's the most important part. That is taking what you discovered, what you decide you want to do, all those skills you learn and putting it into action. And really it comes down to uncovering what makes you stuck. Gotcha. Because so many of us, we are so motivated when we start. We're mm-hmm. so excited about business. I'm going to do it. Blogging's a long-term game. Right. You could publish a website and it could take Google, which is the main search engine. Bloggers talk about Google all the time. Mm-hmm. But it can take anywhere from six to eight months before Google even recognizes your website, before right. you even start ranking on the first page of Google. It's one of those things, it's a long-term game. It's not quick magic money, but it's so worth it once you actually hit getting all that passive income. So so all that to say, the three steps are develop, or I'm sorry, discover, develop, do it. And like I said, really the most important part is doing it, taking imperfect action and working on removing those limiting beliefs, all the mindset stuff we talked about earlier. But those are really the three biggies of blogging as business. I just think that, for those of you looking to raise your income, for those of you looking to be able to break away from the traditional way, I think this is such an amazing opportunity. As Warren Buffett said, uh, we live in no better time for someone to be able to get um, access to the new wealth that's available. And that is through creating something with low capital expenses. Blogging is definitely a way to go. Discover, develop, do it. Okay, so somebody right now is listening. I'm sure many people are listening. They're like, I want to do it. I want to do it. Okay, so how would they get in contact with you if they wanted help with actually doing a blog and they're like, I don't have time to waste. I want to do this right. I want to do this right the first time around. Yes, yes. And, you know, I developed a program called Blogging Accelerator Program because I wanted to help other healthcare professionals replicate what I did, figure out the right way to do things, do it faster, so Mm -hmm. accelerated, and also have the support systems they need to stay in it for the long haul. Because like I said, starting is easy, but maintaining our motivation is really that struggle. 
So if you go to bloggingacceleratorprogram.com, that really has a lot of information about the different programs that I offer from the Blogging Accelerator Program Accelerator mm. to hopping on a call with me, um, even information about my free webinar to help you learn more about blogging. So that's really the landing page for all things blogging and how I help healthcare professionals. Bloggingacceleratorprogram.com, I would highly recommend for you all to go to that side if you want to make blogging your way of business. People must understand that there are so many different ways to be able to generate income and impact online. Yep. You do not have to be the dancing bear. Uh, you can do it in many different ways. And if you are the introvert type, uh, but you really want to create impact and generate income in the process, blogging, I think, is an amazing way to be able to do that. Okay, last thing, uh, where can they find you? Oh gosh. Okay. So you can find me, my, um, kind of my link tree page is katiedodd.com. Okay. That's really all the places you could find me. You can follow me on Instagram at the Katie Dodd. Mm -hmm. And for any dietitians, I do have a Facebook group called Dietitian Side Hustle. And for any healthcare blogger, I have a relatively new Facebook group called Healthcare Healthcare Pro, or no, Health Pro Bloggers. Health, health Pro, Pro Bloggers okay. is the name of the Facebook group. Yep. And so that is for any healthcare professional who either is a blogger or wants to become a blogger. Okay. Before we finish the podcast, can I say something about you? Sure. Let me tell you something about you, Katie Dye. <laughs> you are one of the most grateful people I've ever met. Uh, I was telling somebody earlier today uh, that the thing that attracts me so much to you is your level of gratitude. You've gone through a lot of things, and I have never, ever, ever been in your presence to where you are not saying how grateful you are for your current situation. Yeah. And so I just want to tell you that that is one of the most amazing and appealing things for me and I know for many other people. So thank you for just being a grateful individual. Thank you for always showing up, even on days that you don't want to show up, and I appreciate you. And thank you for being on the Secrets for Success podcast. Thank you so much for having me, and I appreciate you too. That was easy.